episode two of The Future of Our Data, hosted by Curtin University students Elise Elms and Kieran Darwin. In today's episode, we will be talking about the predictions of our future surrounding the newly recognised concept of data from the perspective of the user, while also looking at how data is made, how it is extracted, and the value it holds in our economy, all while considering the prominence in our society now and in the future. Alrighty, so let's start off by looking at how data is extracted now. We all live two lives, online and offline, which creates coexisting trails of paper and data in our society. But in 2030, I predict we will be more digitalized, especially in our personality due to our digital trail. We already visit sites, search on websites, accept a friend request or view posts on a daily basis. Everything we do is a documented trail called a digital footprint. footprints capture our every interaction and behaviour in the digital environment, establishing our online identity, showing that our lives now and will ever be documented by our advanced technology, which is great. It's the first time human life will have an exclusive documentation of our evolution and culture. What do you think, Kira? I think that in 2030, the documentation of human life that we have created for ourselves will become less exclusive through the threat of data extraction and the non-consensual exposure of our personal data on these platforms. In a study conducted by Madhavash Hill and Hill, they created an algorithm that extracted public data from users on different platforms, using the data to link a user to their multiple social media accounts. The algorithm correctly identified users, user accounts 75% of the time. That's just crazy how accurate a simple algorithm can easily identify and link users based on their public information. It really brings to light how much personal information is out there on the web. In 2030, these algorithms will surround our everyday lives, becoming more of a common practice for basic functioning. A study conducted by Rubenstein found that political campaigns had access to a wide range of data which many voters would call personal data. It included credit scores, purchase history and documented behavioural qualities. Rubenstein also found that the data was used to collaborate. Their political campaign algorithms reported to predict and modify the user's behaviour in favour of the political party. That's a really interesting study, but you know what the craziest thing about all this data? It's created by us for free, all done voluntarily. Platforms understand that the involvement of users is only going to increase and become a more poignant part of our lives. Just think of all the new technology and personalised shopping which will be enabled in 2030 by this advancement. I believe that monopolies and private companies want our data, whether we want to give it to them or not. Therefore, they will continuously encourage us to use their platforms in order to exchange the data for their service. In 2030, capitalism will become an all-consuming component of the digital world as it is now, enabling large companies to become more powerful and controlling over our digital and physical world as influential companies overthrow each other. I see what you're saying, but... Us Facebook users don't perceive the danger in monopolising platforms. This form of interaction is not perceived as a form of commodity. The data we produce is just a byproduct. We need to create more personalised data in order to gain more efficient experience with the digital world. I understand where you're coming from. Some users just regard data as nothing important, whereas I strongly believe it is. 
The data that is shared contains personal details such as emails, phone numbers and home addresses. Sometimes platforms bid out your unpaid labour, also known as data, to the highest bidder without your knowledge. A certainly unethical process. This is something that is going to continue and in the next 10 years there will be no way of tracking and safeguarding anyone's data. Therefore users will subconsciously be giving power to monopolies of platforms resulting in commodifying unpaid labour. I think the digital world is so reliant on the constant transactions of users' unpaid labour Users create data and give their attention to the platforms in exchange for accessing the service, which is what the platform relies on in order to operate. If users stop providing data and information, online transactions will begin to slow down. At that point, I think we will become more aware of how desperate they really are for our personal details, showing us of how unaware users are now of what they are giving away and so openly. So from this concept, the idea of free content will become more prominent in the future. What's your take on this? From my perspective, in the future, we will need a digital world more than ever. Cutting the internet off cold turkey will only stunt our development and further hurt our globalizing world. We now base the majority of our economy on the digital interactions. In the next 10 years, we will expand and based everything on the internet, the majority of products will be connected to the internet as we will need it to organise and efficiently live our lives. Do you know what the scariest thing is? All these forms of data are accessed by many political campaigns, which brings us to the next point. Will this continue to be illegal? Will platforms still have the ability to commodify user data? And how is privacy affected by all of this? There is a huge privacy and security risk when users are on social media. Users are now sharing personal data more than ever, giving it freely and without many concerns. Platforms have legal agreements that every user must sign in order to access the service. Not only is a platform's privacy policy questionable, the public data placed on the platform by the user poses a major security threat. Platform users are now easy targets for stalking, cyberbullying, social spamming, scamming, clickjacking, and more. I don't see this perception about security and property risks. Our governments constantly evolve and change with our technologies. The risks may be conceived to be getting larger, but users are becoming more aware of the data they are giving away. And in 2030, security and privacy will not be as important as it is now because it is too difficult to maintain and no one really cares about it, just like they do now. So I see your point about how data will improve our lives. However, without sufficient regulations and government laws, data mining companies and monopolies will continue to abuse and exploit users' data as they do now, demonstrating that in 2020, will be the year of realisation or oppression for users and their data.